<coughs> Did you hear that? Is it the horror comedy podcast with Jake and Haley? Oh my god, it is. This podcast is intended for inhalation only. And that means it's not for kids. It's Haley. It's Wednesday. It's a mini episode of the Horror Comedy Podcast. I am home alone off from my other job today, and I've curated some scary stories um, that are probably going to make me feel really shook and paranoid until Jake gets home, and I can't wait to share it with you guys. Let's do some scarapy. Okay, so this one happened to my dad. My dad was in bed with his ex-wife when he heard a noise. A doorknob jiggling? No, it could have been the furnace kicking on or the cat messing around. But then he heard the back door unlock. There was no mistaking that sound. He sprung to his feet and creeped towards the noise. The fear formed a fist in the pit of his stomach as he realized he could hear the back door open and the sound of floorboards creaking and footsteps walking over the heating vent, the creak of the metal under the weight of the intruder. My dad grabbed a metal baseball bat he kept by his bedside and kicked open his bedroom door and aggressively, fearlessly ran towards the sound, ready to kick some ass. But there was nothing. The back door was locked. The front door, too. And unsure if it made him feel more or less afraid, he reassured himself that it was impossible that there had been an intruder in their home. At least through the door he heard unlock and open. Because the lock on the outside of the back door was broken and it could only be unlocked from the inside. That one really creeped me out. That story is from Reddit user That One Swap Boy and edited by me for podcast format. That gave me chills and also a really good chance for me to use my creepy sound effects, which let me know if you love or hate. I actually really enjoy doing it. Um, When I hear sounds in a podcast that make me actually check over my shoulder, that's such a thrill for me. So I hope that I I give you guys that too. And let's do another one. Everyone, it is always a smart idea to keep a password on your phone. I was FaceTiming my brother around 11 p.m. while I played games on my computer. My computer is right next to a window that I thought was closed, but it turns out had been opened that night. As I was talking to my brother, I heard two faint knocks that sounded like they were coming from the door. But I didn't think anything of it. I ignored it and I kept playing. A minute later, I heard two more knocks, and I knew someone was there. I got up and left my phone where it was and opened the door, but there was nobody there. I walked to the basement door to ask my boyfriend's parents if they were upstairs knocking, but they were downstairs all along. I told them what I heard and that I thought someone was in the house. We all went upstairs and walked back to my bedroom and... Guess what? My phone was gone. I was still on FaceTime with my brother when I got up. I thought the knocking was coming from the door, but I guess looking back, it could have been coming from the window. I know for sure I did hear one from the door, though. The only thing I can think of is that there was a knock at the door and another one at the window, meaning there were two people. What were they doing? Were they trying to lure me out of the room? Turns out when I got up to get my boyfriend's parents, this is what my brother saw. A girl's hand reached in from the window and grabbed my phone. She turned off the screen, but luckily for that dumb girl, I have a password. The window screen had been folded up, meaning someone from the outside was watching me for probably about an hour trying to lure me out. And I'm pretty sure I know who it is. 
my brother's crazy ex. She has used at least 100 fake numbers trying to contact him for over 10 months. Finally, we just ended up changing his phone number. I can only assume she was trying to steal my phone so that she could get his new number. I found my phone outside in the front yard, probably because she didn't know my password. I am safe, just so everyone knows, but it's always smart to keep a password so no creeps will get into your phone. Thanks so much to Reddit user Tiffany Baby for letting me retell your story. That gave me some really freaky feelings, the idea that someone is like right outside your window with your phone and your brother is like on the FaceTime call, which is so awkward too. He's like, what the hell is this? <laughs> Our next stories are all from the paranormal boards of 4chan. One night I was out drinking with my buddies and I was buzzed and starting to get tired, so I went home. I saw my wife walk to the bedroom. It was bedtime for her too. So me and my wife laid in bed together, talking in the dark. That's like our nightly routine. When she gets up to use the bathroom, she comes back about a minute later, closes and locks the door like usual and lays down in bed again. She likes to sleep with her arm over me and head in my neck. I attempt to talk with her and I don't get a response. So I assume she's fallen asleep. I start nodding off, my brain thinking of stupid shit like elephants doing backflips. But I snap out of my sleep when I realize my bedroom doorknob is jiggling. I look at the door and hear my wife on the other side say, Stop playing, let me in. What? But I look and it's my sleeping wife and I can barely see anything because of the dark so I slip out from under her and I turn on the light and I look back and no one's there. I look around the room and my wife starts getting pissed and demanding I let her in. So I go to open the door and there's no one there either. I was scared sober at that point and I realized my wife is working a double shift. Yo, can I just say, fuck a doppelganger. That's scary shit. Fuck a mimic, fuck a skinwalker, whatever, can take the shape of you and use your voice. I would fall for it. I would have got murdered that day. I don't, I don't know. I would absolutely have fallen for it. Here's another, you guys. I was house sitting for my aunt while she was in Europe for my cousin's art gallery or some shit. My aunt lives in a sort of bad part of town in a beautiful fucking Victorian built in the 1860s. I brought my AR with me to house sit for a week because what the fuck would the point be if I wasn't armed? I'm fading in and out of sleep one night on the couch and I heard a window in the basement shatter. Instantly awaken on my feet. With my AR in my hands, flashlight on, I walk into the basement slowly and turn the light on strobe. It's a tactical move, I guess. That sounds scary as fuck to me. Nothing in the basement. Look for broken window or glass or something. Nothing. Suddenly the scream of a thousand burning humans fills my ears as if it were three inches away from my head. I'm talking banshee status. I freak the motherfucker out. No fucking way. Nope, 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 noped up into the staircase and ran upstairs out of the house and I stood on the sidewalk for like a fucking hour. Eventually I grow balls and grab my phone from the kitchen and call my aunt. Is this place haunted? Oh yeah. Never go in the basement if you hear glass break. Turned out the guy that built the house tortured his wife or some shit down there and beat her and neglected her until she died of starvation or some shit. Which, yeah, is probably exactly how you make a banshee. Just, like, women are very powerful. You don't want to enrage estrogen. Okay. Here's another story. B-15. Just got my first personal twenty-two rifle. 
all mine. Super proud. Little bolt thing. Super accurate. Loved it. I have a family friend who owns property like a 10-minute drive away from our house. On this property is an old house. It was built by a homesteader about 100 years ago and falling apart. Right next to it, there's a creek and a field. We used to camp on the far side of the field all the time, also would shoot using creek as a berm. One day, I decided I want to go camping. Bike out there with my 22, a box of ammo, and normal camping shit. Super excited, shoot like 200 rounds at cans and shit from the trash hole nearby. In the 60s, someone lived on the property in a trailer and threw trash in this sinkhole thing. It started getting dark, so I built a fire and busted out the harmonica to practice. I was really, really bad at it, but it kept my mind busy while I relaxed. Suddenly, I felt like something isn't right. I feel like I'm being watched. The hair on my neck raises, my heart elevates. My mind starts racing, imagining things unseen out there. I clutched my rifle and flashlight and scanned the fields and trees for movement. Shadows were playing tricks on my mind, and I start shitting bricks. It was a moonless night. God damn it, I want to go home now. I wish I'd brought a tent at least to hide inside. It was summer in Texas and it was way too hot, but I wanted that security now. I started building a bigger fire. I made a torch of sorts with a stick and a torn up t-shirt I brought along with thoughts of making some sort of camouflage for my rifle. Darkness is giving up no secrets, but I can definitely hear something out there walking around. I didn't want to shoot because sometimes cows wander onto the property. Fuck, 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 I never wanted this. It could be coyotes, they're common, but in this particular area there's so many farmers and rednecks and hunters and I think they would avoid it. Jesus fucking Christ, I think I hear breathing. And it's circling me and it's getting closer. I'm pissing my pants at this point and wishing I had something bigger to fight with. This was before cell phones were inexpensive, so I didn't have one. I just told my parents I was going camping and where, and they said, great. So they'll just find my grizzly remains tomorrow morning after I don't come home. I'm sweating buckets, and I'm running out of wood, and the fire is dying, and I'm contemplating running for it, but the woodsman in me said, don't leave the fire. It is too dry out here. And suddenly, I hear a deep, echoing bark from kind of far off, and the thing circling me stops for just a second. A long pause, and then another bark, much closer this time, and the thing takes off in the direction away from me and away from the barking. An enormous white fluffy dog comes trotting out of the tree line. Super friendly. He's got a collar on that says Snowman. Snowman and I chill out for a few hours. Only once he turns his head, perks his ears, and growls, half barks, and then he goes back to normal. I felt totally safe with Snowman out there. Eventually, I fell asleep with the big lug next to me. and I was hot as hell, but who gives a fuck? The next morning, Snowman is gone. I figure he went home after the thing buggered off for good. I go home and scrape the brick dust out of my boxers. (laughs) The next day, I was talking to the property owner. I told him about that night and confirmed no cows were out there. And I mentioned Snowman. He looked at me like I was an asshole. Snowman was my dog, and he was killed by a car last year. I said, what? And I told him I was serious. Snowman was real. I petted him and got covered in his white fur and everything. And he saved me from whatever the fuck was out there and wanted to use my nut sack for a coin purse. He didn't believe me until I dug the shirt out of the wash and showed him all the hair on it. And he confirmed it looked just like Snowman's. Every now and then I hear a bark off in the distance while camping there and I feel warm inside.
I always like to try to sneak in a wholesome ghost story at the end. A lot of podcasts do like palate cleansers and stuff like that, but the palate cleanser for me is just a nicer, scary story. So you're welcome. That's it for today's mini episode, you guys. Join us on Sunday if you want more. Um, Those episodes are typically much longer. We talk about the history of some scary shit and we scare some sherry stories. Share some scary stories. And Jake will be there. So he's my much funnier half. I do want to take a second to talk about Robert Forbes, a black man peacefully protesting the Black Lives Matter movement on June 3rd. And this white supremacist, known white supremacist, tattoos, criminal record, the whole shebang, Timothy Keith Moore, ran him over and killed him um, without stopping The Bakersfield Police Department took him into custody, but later reported that it seemed like an accident and they let him go. Black Lives Matter, Robert Forbes matters. Um, And it's sort of like they're not even trying anymore. And uh, there's a change.org petition called Justice for Robert Forbes. If you could just take a minute out of your day and, and check that out, read about it and sign that. We need to be demanding justice we need to have this further investigated this is at least manslaughter yeah there, there's no reason for this uh so that'll be in the show notes you guys i know we are here for scarapy but um it just needs to be said again black lives matter robert forbes life matters and it's really appalling that timothy moore is able to walk free um that's really really scary if you want to be featured on the podcast, go ahead and send your scariest story to the horror comedy podcast at gmail.com. DM it to us on Instagram at THC Podcast. Attach it to a honing pigeon and release it. We live in Southern Colorado. It should find its way based on sound alone. Don't forget to sign the Justice for Robert Forbes petition. Don't forget to put a password on your phone and don't forget to drink water. We'll see you Sunday for a full episode. As always, thanks to Patrick D. Ortega for the song Assassin that we use for our intro. Thanks to me, you. You should check him out at Dark Piano. We used some of his horror ambient songs today, one called Trembling and one called Discovery. And as usual, thanks to Free SFX and Sound Bible for the ambient noises.